Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we're back in Julie Harris. It is August the 12th. It's actually my older brother's birthday. So, John, if you're listening, happy birthday. Mm -hmm. And we are in Carmel-by-the-Sea. It is Car Week, and we have uh, really, really busy days for the next couple days. I have been posting, as promised, for the 14 of you who like car pictures, I've been posting lots of um, automotive car porn, and I'll continue to do so. And we've been having a grand old time, I have to say, running into Mm -hmm. a lot of old friends and making new friends. You know, it's one of the more very, today too, right? Yeah. It's one of the very special things about the car nerd hobby is that it's very easy to get to know people. I remember it was a couple of years ago that you and I were walking around and we ran into Jay Leno, and you know, mm, basically was he was like the easiest person ever to become friends with. Yeah. You know, just all very kinds of, nice, very jovial. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's a great time. So if you're in car, if you are anywhere near Monterey and Central California. And if you'd like to connect with Julie and I, as always, you may do so. We are on day, what day are we on now as far as our U.S. tour? 36 or 7. Yeah, it's incredible. Like so we've been on the road for 36 to 37 days. We are going to uh, continue our sojourn after we have visited with all the friends we have and coaching clients and podcast listeners in L.A., then down to Southern California, and then we're going to turn back east and we're going to be going through the Midwest. We're going to stop off, hopefully, and see a big group of people in Iowa um, and keep on making our way back through Ohio, down through the Carolinas, and then end up in Atlanta, which sounds like a lot because it is a lot. It is. <laughs> but we've already done, what are we at, 4,500 miles on the car? Yeah, 4,500 miles. So we picked it up. be all right. It had 70 miles on it. Yeah. So. <laughs> it might be end up being the highest uh, miles Audi AR6 or RS6 Avant ever, which but is that's just what fine. I was made for, right? Totally. Yeah. Completely. Well, we're having a great time and we do love hearing travel suggestions from all of you. So if you have any ideas, do uh, pop over to Instagram, Tim and Julie Harris and message us. And uh, that's also the best way to communicate with us while we're on the road as well um, for travel suggestions again, but also if you'd like to meet up with us, because what we're going to do as we are doing now, is we're announcing where we're going to be. And if you happen to be there or in the proximity, swing by, especially if you have little kids, because Zoe would love to uh, play with some little kids. We went to an event. Well, most of the events we went to yesterday, not a single little kid. What? They were in school. Oh, that's true. School (laughs) went back. (laughs) Okay. We're not supposed to say that. That's true. (laughs) But she did very well, I have to say. She she, seems to be developing an appreciation she has favorite cars from each events yeah and uh yeah it's been fine yeah it is so we are talking about on the podcast this week we're talking about mrs harris and we are wrapping up this is our wrap-up of 10 regrets to avoid having in 10 years or easier to digest even in 10 months we've got two points left and then uh, we'll do a little recap of that so that you've got it all in your notes Good time to get your typing fingers ready, or if you're old school, pen and ink, that's fine as well. So uh, we can jump in if you're ready. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Okay, point number nine. Remember, this was a multi-part series, so get caught up on the previous podcasts if you are just starting fresh here. Point number nine, playing the long game versus focusing on shorter, more attainable goals. Now, I just demonstrated that because our original title was 10 regrets to avoid, you know, uh, in 10 months or 10 years. So 
10 months is so much more clear, right? It's so hard. People come up with these crazy like five-year plans and 10-year plans. And really what that is to me as a coach is a procrastination because if you figure you've got, well, I, you know, it's my five-year plan and I'm on year one and a half, I've got plenty of time. Even a 12-month plan, you know, a lot of our coaching clients love the 90-day massive action plan because it's so much easier to think about, right? You can take that chunk of time. Well, actually, you bring up a couple good thoughts. Let me share this with the listeners, too. So we did an interview with the founder and the CEO, or he's not the CEO. I always say that. The founder of EXP um, and uh, Glenn Sanford. And Glenn, I asked him a question. uh, I don't remember exactly how I phrased it, but the gist of it was, is are you ever concerned that you're not thinking big enough or something along those lines? And his answer was, in essence, what Julius point number nine was, is that he says what he does is he doesn't really focus on anything other than the next step or the next few steps. And that goes back to something else that we have shared with you guys, too, that we learned from Navy SEALs. And when they're forward deployed and they're in combat, they only worry about what they call their five-foot world. So what's going on five feet around them, the radius immediately around them is what their concern is. They're not thinking about you know too much more beyond that or certainly not thinking about the past. And if you think about this, this sort of hidden power in being essentially presence, present physically, mentally, and emotionally when you adapt that mindset to your lifestyle and to how you operate is you're much more effective when you're supposed to be. So let's say, for example, you're that Navy SEAL and you're in combat someplace and you're now worrying about, well, what did you turn the iron off, right? <laughs> or you're worried about, well, did my wife or did my, you know, our, our, what are our plans you know, next summer or something, right? You're not going to be there. You're probably not going to have, you're not going to be there mentally, emotionally, and you might actually find yourself in physical harm or the other soldiers that are around you. So the moral of the story is, is that the power of essentially staying in your own five foot world and thinking about the next step or next couple steps is going to be the secret sauce for anything you want to obtain in life. And that goes back to, again, a, a founding principle of our coaching organization, which is if you want ever increasing levels of success in your business and personal life, you have to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level, which means you have to every single day do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. And don't worry about much beyond that. Now, the question is, which all of you guys will be thinking right now because you're smart, is what? how do you know that what you're doing is actually going to lead to the accomplishment of bigger picture goals down the road? Well, that's really where coaching comes in, but also mm-hmm. is where a practical, um, a practical, tactical approach to, again, business and life comes in. So for example, one of the, we subscribe or prescribe to all of you that you have a daily schedule in your mornings. And it does not matter if you're a new agent, a, you know, an agent that's in the middle as far as production and success and career, or whether you're, you're a, just a huge agent. You always want to have the discipline of having a morning schedule where you're going to get, aside from the personal things, right? You should be working out. You should be showing gratitude. You should be taking care of yourself, you know, mentally, emotionally, and physically. But as far as work is concerned, every single day you have to proactively lead generate. You have to do a furiously fast lead follow-up. You need to be concentrating on pre-qualifying every single ideally seller lead that you're creating and then presenting. Now, if you just do those four activities at a very high level, you can delegate easily everything else or frankly never even get good at any of those other things. Especially in a market like this, negotiating is not even that tough, especially if you're on the mm. seller's end. True. So the moral of the story here is is if you really want to have long-term, ever-increasing levels of success, do what you don't want to do and you don't want to do it at the highest level. Do it to the point where it's boring. You want a boring business. A boring business is a good business, especially in the morning. You do not want drama in your life. Drama in your life tires you out, ruins days, weeks, and it can ruin years. You want a simple, 
Every single day is the same, especially in the morning, lifestyle and business, because that's going to get you the results that you want. And look, this is the common sense practical approach that Julie and I take in our coaching program. This is not a particularly trendy or sexy or, you know, glamorous, or it's not in the former, you know, the, the, the zeitgeist of what everyone's talking about, but this is really what it takes. And if you look at anybody who's successful, you look at any athlete when the Olympics are going on right now, and you, you see these little interviews that these guys will do prior to winning their gold medals or what have you, and you see what their daily schedules are like sometimes, they are boring. They wake up at 4.30 every morning. They have their, you know, they carb up, right, because they need lots of carbs. And like I'm remembering um, um, Michael Phelps, right? Mm -hmm. He said he would go to the gym every single day at 4.30. He would do his laps. And it, this, this camera crew followed him along. And everyone was stuck on how much uh, food he was eating in the morning. Like I remember the it was this was a um, I don't know it was on Sports Center or something, but everyone was talking about afterwards. It like you'd run into people. Did you see how many pancakes the guy ate? They weren't Everybody focused. Was swimming for seven hours a day. That's the point. They weren't <laughs> focusing on the right thing. The right yeah. thing was his ass was in that pool at like five a.m. Yeah. And he said he never felt like doing it. He never actually felt like doing the real work of what it took. And he had a coach that would be there watching him the whole time, even though that coach has watched him the whole time, every single morning, doing the exact same thing, basically, at the exact same time. What's Michael doing at 545, 547, 6 a.m.? Mm -hmm. The exact same thing he did every single day prior to that. And here's an interesting fact about Michael Phelps is that he fired that coach or decided I'm good enough. I don't need that coach now. And that's when he fell into a lot of personal and professional. He just stopped winning awards. He got busted for, um, I think marijuana possession and some of these other things that he did because he got, got away from, track. he got away from having that discipline. His life was built around the discipline and it's with that discipline that he was getting consistent results. And I'll share with you guys another, I listened to this on a podcast. This was a few months ago. Um, another, uh, Olympic athlete, was talking again, I don't think it was a swimmer or something else, but this was somebody who had retired. And this was before the Olympics started. And they were talking about the same level of daily <laughs> torture, in essence, but that it took for them to be a medalist. Well, doing and, what they didn't want to do when they didn't want to do it and, at the highest level, obviously, or they wouldn't be meddling. And this was a, um, a female. And she said that she'd work out so intensely on a regular basis. And remember, this is a top flight athlete, that she would make herself physically ill every mm -hmm. single day almost, she said. She would work out to the point where she, her body, her physiology was literally rejecting any additional exercise, but that's the level of intensity it took for her to be successful. And she said, looking in, you know, retrospectively back at her career, she was looking back at all the years of sacrifice, all the, you know, hours, all the things that she didn't do all. And she was, um, not regretful of any of it. She was thankful for all of it. She was so thankful for the past version of her that was willing to do the work. And it, it, the funny thing I thought was interesting is she said that basically all of her effort was essentially only like the, the award of the payoff was only um, experienced, she said, for typically like 15 minutes when she yeah. would basically be competing and win. So she would sacrifice years of her life, hours and hours. And then basically for essentially 15 minutes of joy as she won. <laughs> Don't you guys think that's but interesting? But the point is that she won as right. a result of her hard, consistent, disciplined effort. But everything in life is like that. Everything there, in life is like there, that. There are, there are no differences, and including having a good relationship with someone, including your finances. It's not like, like everyone's addicted to the idea that you're going to uh, somehow shortcut the natural cycle of life, which is requiring lots of time, effort, and labor. You think somehow – 
you have some sort of je ne sais quoi or secret sauce that's going to make it so that even though you, you know, for example, never invested in the stock market, you're somehow going to be a great you know, stock picker or somehow you've never really competed for a listing appointment. So you can go online and patchwork quilt some listing presentation together from just a bunch of different Facebook groups and somehow you're going to win. You're not going to win. You're going to lose every single time because you're not ready to compete. And guys, that's really what coaching comes down to. Coaching is going to put you in a position where every single time you're going to be able to be competitive. And again, this is true whether you're competing with the centers of it for a center of influence past client um, listing in particular, or even a buyer, but listings obviously are where the money's at, or whether or not you're going to be competing uh, for a listing of someone you don't know. Every single one of you, whether you're a new agent, a midland agent, or a top producing agent, you know you have to go back and you have to jump in that cold pool and you've got to remind yourself what it is specifically that you're supposed to be mastering. It is the art and science of knowing what to say and how to say it. And there's four levels of learning. And this is something we go back to a lot because it really does, for Julie and I, it levels us off and reminding us all the time that there's so many more different things that we have to learn. Like when we're doing this podcast and we're doing coaching calls, it operates completely off muscle memory, completely off muscle memory. And the more we do this and we don't uh, interject into our lives other things that are making us uh, force ourselves to go to that point where we're at the first level of learning, which is unconscious incompetence. And when you're an unconscious incompetence, that's where you're, you don't know what you don't know, right? And so we like finding things that we don't know anything about. And it is exciting to realize how dumb you are about certain things because it tells you how much more growth you have, which again is life affirming in a lot of ways. It's part of the reason we're on this trip. Totally. Exactly. A hundred percent. And then the next phase after that. So you go from unconscious incompetence. You don't know what you don't know. And then you have, generally speaking, how most agents go to the next phase is they start losing or they stop. They start realizing some of the, the ideas that they're chasing won't work. And they start realizing they have to, they come across this podcast. They read our best-selling book, Harris Rules. They come across one of our top producing coaching clients. All those different ways they come in contact with us. And then they slip into the next phase, which is called conscious incompetence. So now, and many of you are experiencing this right now, and you are blessed to have this experience right now because this is how you have to go through this next phase in order for you to ascend in all aspects of your life. And that is conscious incompetence. When you realize you don't know and you have a lot to learn, that should be exciting to all of you. So hopefully you're realizing that if you were in a competitive listing presentation, you would most likely lose because you don't have a pre-listing pack, because you didn't pre-qualify, because you, d- you went without knowing all the situations that the seller's in. You didn't know who your competitors were. You didn't have, a, again, a, a very honed-in pre-listing pack that solves all the seller's questions. You argued about you price. In. Right. You're going to go in there, and you're going to wing it, and you're going to lose. That's when you're going to basically, some of you that are knocked into that second phase I was, I was just describing, which is constant, conscious incompetence. That's when some of you... Uh, are all you some most of you stay in that phase your entire real estate careers you're trying different ideas you oh this one's a branding idea this one's buying leads idea oh i got an email about some mickey mouse thing i'm going to click on it i'm going to give them 50 bucks i'm going to buy that idea that's going to force you to stay in that second phase forever because you're never actually learning anything you're just going from bright shiny object to bright shiny object and that is a fallacy that most people live their lives by now the next phase beyond that julie Phase number then three. you become consciously competent. That means that you've done the work. Now, note to self, you cannot skip what Tim just talked about. You cannot skip the becoming consciously incompetent 
and go right to being consciously competent. You can try all you want. That's why we call agents like that samplers. They're trying stuff out. Maybe something will stick. Maybe that'll be well, that's the next too, best thing. Thinking yeah, of course. That some, thinking that somehow you can skip the real work. Well, I mean, how many books end in the word hack right now? Life hack, totally. schedule hack, everything. Well, okay, it, so that it, makes you being a hack. It'd be like Michael Phelps before he actually put in the work thinking he could win a gold medal. I yeah. mean, honestly, Zoe, Zoe thinks that, our daughter, right? Well, sure. She, she thinks that she's a natural at everything. At everything. She has a big ego I, for a I little, like her confidence. Such, she has a big ego for such a little girl. Yes, all <laughs> confidence, no skill, which right. is also, you know, we see that with agents as well. Because right. here's the thing. It's kind of like confirmation bias. You can bubble along in this business and take some listings, almost always with your friends, if we're being honest, okay, until you don't. And that's usually when agents say, you know what, I need a coach because I've become unconsciously incompetent and now I want to be consciously competent. That's when you have a listing presentation, a pre-listing package together that you know how to present. That's when you have a buyer presentation. That's when you know your scripts. You're not afraid to close. You're not afraid of objection handling. So You have it together. Agents in this market, many of them, have been flying on uh, essentially a lot of centers of influence and past clients. Sure. And they've been flying on a lot of bot business, basically. Mm -hmm. And and this, at a market like this, where the cash was flowing because it's a hot seller's market and everyone wants to buy real estate. Right. And and there's massive FOMO everywhere in real estate, right? Fear of missing out is omnipresent everywhere. Everyone wants to buy a house, buy another house. Is your house for sure. sale? You know, that type of and thing. And a shocking amount of equity, right? Exactly. So you don't have to argue with sellers when they already are, are in awe of what they're probably walking away with if you're off by five grand. And most seller and most agents haven't had to have a lot of skill nowadays. True. So this has been a who you know type market. And the market we're transitioning into mm-hmm. is a what you know type market. Absolutely. And, and, most, and this is the type, this transition, most agents mm-hmm. don't even know it's happening. And so what's going to happen is a lot of you have been stumbling into, uh, you know, business, fortunately, right? Centers of influence, past clients will stay, will stay on that one for a while. And those centers of influence and past clients haven't necessarily had you compete with another agent for the, for the business because maybe you knew them from church or from, you know, whatever, right? But as the market starts to adjust or as they start having, a, you know, the market puts more demands on sellers, maybe the sellers put more demands on you, things change. Do you have the skill set to compete with an agent that you that that seller also knows? So what makes you think you're the only agent that centers that center of influence past client uh, lead knows? That seller knows multiple agents, and they're going to then make you compete. They might know you, mm-hmm. love you. You may have been giving them pumpkin pies and tchotchkes and mailing them little nice things forever, but so have five other agents. And then you're then going to be you know essentially trying to compete for this seller's listing along with other agents, except one of those agents has already basically gotten to the point where they've got their act together. And even though you think you're entitled to that business, you're going to lose that business from another agent who actually has taken the time to develop the skill set. Now, a little secret for those of you who are new in the business. Don't wait. You don't have to. You know, there's an old Chinese proverb, right? I heard this from Warren Buffett, I think. (laughs) A smart man learns from his mistakes. A brilliant man learns from the mistakes of others, right? A smart man or woman, right, learns from his or her mistakes. A brilliant one learns from the mistakes of others. Meaning you don't have to spend lots of times on the hamster wheel of failure to then basically realize what you don't know. You can just essentially listen to what Julie and I said. It goes from unconscious incompetence, you don't know what you don't know, to the next phase is conscious incompetence, and you now know what you don't know, uh, to conscious competence, and then unconscious competence. But most of you are going to stay your entire lives and your st- entire careers in those first two levels. 
the smart person is going to skip as fast as they can that first phase of thinking that they know anything and go right mm -hmm. to the conscious competence or conscious incompetence phase where they're nothing other than an open book wanting to learn everything. Those are the most coachable clients. Totally. Too. Of course. They're an open book. They say, just tell me what to do. If, I, I, that's a, a great way to be because you learn faster. You're more open to making mistakes and learning along the way. You're going to earn while you learn. That's being coachable. And so when we say point number nine is playing the long game versus focusing on the shorter, more attainable goals, shorter, more attainable goals absolutely are in conscious incompetence where you say, you know what? All right. I know there's a lot of stuff I don't know. I'm going to accept that. But I'm just going to take one thing, like say I'm operating without a plan. So maybe I need the real estate treasure map and I'm just going to do that. That's my first step. Julie, let's give it to him for free. So real estate treasure map, we just updated it. It's for sale for $99, but we want to give it to you. Text the word success to 47372. And when you do, we're also going to give you, frankly, a huge discount on joining our premier coaching program. And all you got to do is text the word success to 47, excuse me, text the word success to 47372. And when you do, you're going to be texted back. You have to text the word yes, and then you're going to be texted a link. And with that link, you can then download the real estate treasure map. And also, you're going to be entitled to join our premier coaching program, which includes a daily semi-private coaching call for only $99, for around $100 a month, basically. But here's the thought for all of you. How would you feel knowing that you had a exact plan not just for uh, you know five years, but what about for the next five minutes, five days, five months? That's what the Premier Coaching Program is all about. It doesn't matter whether or not you're a new agent, whether or not you're you know you've been in the business for a while, you're holding your own, or whether or not you're a top producing agent. You need to consider updating everything, and that's something that you should be doing on a regular basis, especially as this market starts to change. I mean, we're, we've gone from you know the word was inflation, now it looks like we're talking about stagflation, and there's going to be all kinds of other you know consternations that are going to happen in the marketplace, or interest rates, and different things that are happening with uh, you know COVID and politics. And what about you? How are you changing? How are you adapting? Are you trying to do everything the same way you were doing last year and all the years before? If you are, you're going to very quickly start to lose traction. Work is going to feel much more intense with fewer results. If you're experiencing that, it's because it's time for you to update what you're doing. It's not difficult. You, 99% of the time, you can find everything you're looking for uh, when you essentially go back to the real reason you got into real estate. The real reason you got into real estate, most of you, if you can reconnect with that, is because you wanted to be of service to other people and you wanted to make money. And that comes from having a skill set. And this is the reason that Julie and I do see a place for bought business. We do see a place for branding and all of that. But it comes after you've learned how to proactively lead generate. So how would you feel like, uh, how would you feel every single day knowing that you could wake up in the morning, you had an exact proven plan to follow, an exact schedule to follow. It wasn't going to encompass the entire day, unlike Michael Phelps. You could actually accomplish what you wanted to accomplish in your real estate business from realistically from when you get up to about 11 a.m. If you run your day like we prescribed to all of you, you're going to be right as rain no matter what happens in the marketplace. The mission that all of you should choose to accept is going to be to set one pre-qualified listing appointment a day. Tim, there's no listing opportunities in my marketplace. There aren't for you because you're not looking in the right places. And that's what the coaching program teaches you to do. So primarily, when you join the coaching program, what you're going to learn to do is how to lead generate. 
It's going to start with lead generation, but simultaneously, we're going to show you how to lead generate while you're learning how to actually win the business. You can generate leads until the cows come home, but if you don't know how to pre-qualify, and if you don't know how to present to those prospective sellers or buyers, but sellers primarily, mm -hmm. what difference does all this opportunity and all these leads create for you if you don't actually earn the business? Leads by themselves have no value. Pre-qualified leads, especially the ones that have signed listing contracts, that's what we're gearing you towards uh, accomplishing. And all the other nuanced things that are in real estate, you want to get into luxury real estate, we've got you covered. You want to know about land sales, new construction sales, mm -hmm. you want to build a team, you want to learn all these other different things that's all included in Premier Coaching. And this is a proven system. This isn't just an ideas bazaar. You're not just going to basically essentially walk into our coaching program and say, well, I'm going to take a little of this, take a little of that. You, you don't have, look, you can follow from A to Z, or if you've realized maybe A through C, you've got covered, you want to skip to, you know, further up the, the mountain as we've created in Premier Coaching, you can. It's designed for you, but you can also then pick and choose what you're going to do. But everything in, that is in our coaching program is designed to help you climb the mountain faster with fewer chances of having any setbacks. And the best part is you get a daily semi-private coaching call. You get access to our private Facebook groups where you can intermingle with other, obviously, Premier Coaching members. All these things are included for around $100 a month. So all you've got to do is text the word SUCCESS to 47372. Text the word SUCCESS to 47372. And Julie, we have one last point. Which brings us to our conclusion. Point number 10 on regrets to avoid number 10, of course. We're just talking about it, trying to do all this by yourself, guessing your way through, winging it. That might work a few times until it doesn't. Don't wait until you have your butt surprisingly kicked when you didn't think you were competing because you didn't bother to use the pre-qualification script. One thing leads to the next, right? So get help. Why try to reinvent the wheel? Do what is proven to work, then lather, rinse, repeat. This is not a business to try things out to see what happens. That's so costly, not just in terms of your money, but in terms of your time. So get a coach, be coachable, do it today. It's pretty easy. That's right. And so why, Julie, do we want these guys focusing all their best energies on being a listing agent? That's a question yeah. I didn't, I was hoping that actually I forgot to answer earlier. Mm -hmm. Somebody asked us that and uh, they texted me, by the way, if you guys ever want to text me directly with questions, um, you can just text me and this is my actual cell phone number. Don't call, I'll never answer, I'll, but do text 512-758-0206. 512-758-0206. So I, I, this wasn't from a new agent, mm -hmm. this question, which I was mm -hmm. kind of surprised by because okay. it's a typical new agent question. Yep. This was someone who had been in the business for like five or seven years. And the, mm -hmm. the essence of the question is, why should, I be, why should I be focusing on being a listing agent versus someone who's, and this person evidently based on their question, been working primarily with buyers. Sure. So why be a listing agent primarily versus a seller or being a buyer's agent? Well, so let me clarify a little bit. We are not anti-buyer. Buyers no. make the world go around. Of course even our most grizzled veterans, we always prescribe be working with two or three really great buyers at all times, keeps you active in the market, keeps your pricing frosty, all of those things. So because we are pro-listing agent does not mean we are anti-buyer's agent. So why pro-listing agent? Listings are so much more valuable because listings generate other business. Leverage, basically. That's the reason why. Especially now. I'm so excited about it now. I love seeing the average days on the market creeping up, which seems yeah. very counterintuitive, right? So I, you know, because I belong well, to the Texas more, board, I watch create, that. You can create more business from it. Oh, so much more. And, you know, there's a whole generation of agents that are not that clear on that point, mm -mm. right? Because they list it today, they show it tomorrow, it's in contract by the next day. That's been going like that. Or they never list anything. Or they don't list anything. Or they don't understand the magic number of listings. They go from one listing to the next. They only list people they know. 
they don't really get the whole listing system. So when you have time, well, even seven days is time, right? Every listing generates more business. Almost immediately, I mean, I can tell you, uh, Tammy Irby, Northern Virginia, okay? Whenever she has a new listing, she does a neighbor open house. She does a, a whole system, okay? She does our open house system. Then she does a normal open house. And she always, like clockwork, generates two to three more listings in that neighborhood or the neighborhood that's competing with that lather, rinse, repeat. What agents nowadays don't understand, especially if they've been in the business only since like 2008, the buying buyer sure. leads really is insanity. It because is. buyer leads are the easiest thing ever to get once you have a listing. In a market like Tammy's market, you list one house, you're probably going to have, who knows, dozens and dozens, dozens of buyer leads that cost you nothing. Who, by the way, come along with their own listing leads. Some, Yeah, Sometimes. depends on the price point, right? Sure. And these are all the things that come from being a listing agent. Why are you all resisting learning how to become a listing agent? Why it is that you think that your only way you're going to get a listing is by essentially selling a house to a buyer and waiting around for that buyer to want to become a seller? Yeah. Why, why is it that you think that listings are harder to get than buyers? They're not, and yet they are the things that are most elusive to most agents. And I'm going to answer the question that I just asked for you. It's because most of you have never come into contact with people like Julie and I who are telling you to focus all your best energies on being listing agents every day. And most of you are coming in contact with people who are also trying to sell you buyer leads. And so they're letting, letting you believe that the buyer business is the business to pursue. And also you're being led in many places, in your marketplaces, in your brokerages, and your office managers from people who've only been in the business since 2008 where basically buying leads uh, for, for buying buyer leads has become prevalent. You don't know what you don't know because the people around you don't know it either. You're all caught in that first phase, which is unconscious incompetence. Mm -hmm. Now, hopefully we're illuminating the fact that everything you want in the real estate business is from being a listing agent. When you have a listing agent, you have leverage. I mean, just think about this. This is the easiest, you know, kind of almost funny thing to think about. Would you rather have five motivated have to sell sellers or would you rather have five buyers? Every single one of you are saying buyer. I'm <laughs> saying buyers, right? Of course, you're saying sellers. sellers. Obviously, you're saying sellers. So here it is the you know you're at the weekend. You don't want to work. Uh, if you're working with buyers, what are you doing? You're working on the weekends. If you're working uh, with buyers, you're working in the evenings. You're working all the time. And those buyers can tomorrow decide to totally ghost you. Which I imagine some of them are this uh, time of year. And by the way, you don't even have a contract with them. Nope. So Many of you don't even use buyer no agent, accountability. Right? You don't use buyer agent uh, agency contracts, but. If you have a seller and they're motivated sellers that have to sell, you don't have to work the nights and weekends. You can delegate or refer off those buyer leads if you don't want to give up your nights and weekends anymore. You get a normal life. You can work, in essence, a normal work day, and you can have consistent cash flow. It's called our real estate magic number, and we show you how to do that with the real estate treasure map, which we want to give you for free. Just text the word uh, success to 47372. The essence of it is, is when you have, for example, if you had five listings at all times, and some in some markets it's three, in some markets it's 10, some markets it's 15. When Julie and I sold real estate, we usually needed about 25 to 30 listings at all times. What will happen is once you know your market stats, and again, we help you figure this out in the real estate treasure map, it's all math, is that you will have, say, for example, 10 listings at all times, and you will know statistically that five of those listings are basically going to sell every single month. And so if your average sale price is going to result in an average commission of $10,000 and you're having $5,000 or five listings sell every month where you're making $10,000 per listing, you're now making $600,000 per year. Boggles the brain for some of you. So let's ratchet it down. You had five listings at all times and you had two of those listings sell every single month. And each of those listings are worth only five grand. Now you're making $120,000 
um, a year. You just guys get, focusing on listings. That's the reason that Julie and I will always tell you to focus on listings. So you can get leverage from listings that you'll never get from buyers. And as the market and your competitors believe that they have to you know, fire, pass through the fires of Modor before they're allowed to actually chase sellers, they're going to never get in the listings business because they're not going to last in real estate. You need to skip the line, skip the Mickey Mouse, go right from unconscious incompetence right to conscious incompetence and focus on becoming a listing agent. Whatever happens in the marketplace, you won't care. Here's another, for example, hot seller's market. Maybe in your market, you need five listings at all times. Realistically, you're no always, you know, two or three are going to be in contract closing. You now are selling 25 to 30 houses uh, per year just from having five listings at all times. Your market slows down. Your market adjusts. All you've got to do is basically ratchet up the number of listings you need at all times. We show you how to do that in the coaching program. Every single thing that we're asking you to do, it's skills-based. You'll know what to say, how to say it. You'll know who to call. You'll know what to do. You'll know exactly what to do. It's not based on postcards or social networking or whether or not you're cute enough in your last TikTok video. <laughs> it's based on skills. You know what's funny about this? is that that lifestyle, when you aren't living it, sounds kind of stressful, like I got to learn a whole bunch of stuff to have that. But when you're there, it's so much more peaceful than chasing buyers and buyer leads constantly, endlessly, and trying out all of these things like, what was our point about the three uh, Bs, right? The three Bs of BS, building a team, buying business, building your brand. That's stressful because you're spending all this money and you're waiting for something to work and you're arguing with the person who sold it to you. Why would you do that to yourself? It's none the, of that is required. The thing that's asinine about all that is none of it's pre predictable and duplicatable, right? At all. At all. On any level. It isn't. <laughs> I mean, and, those and businesses can even dry up on you. The most successful agents in the country always have been, and by most successful, um, our yardstick is by net income, actual agents making actual net profit, real profit, th real profit that they're investing into other asset uh, asset classes that are producing passive income so that essentially they're by our definition of rich where their money works for them and they no longer work for their money. You're never going to do that working for buyers, working with buyers because the income's always up and down. It's impossible. It's always going to come from the listing side of the business. Why is it? that some of you are listening to what we're saying. It's just logical. Just like when Michael Phelps is told to get into the pool and swim and do this and do the other thing. And his coach is going to tell him what to do and how to do it. It's obviously going to get it. So the point where Michael's going to consistently win gold medals. And you know that if you're wanting to accomplish something as well, maybe you don't have to eat, you know, 14,000 uh, uh, pancakes every morning and show up at the, the <laughs> yeah. gym to swim at 4.30 in the morning. You don't, frankly. Selling real estate Lucky by comparison you. is so much easier. But you're going to have to accept the fact that you do have to have a certain skill set. And with that skill set, everything that's on the other side of that is what you want. Stop finding the shiny objects attractive. They will make you broke. They will. Uh, you're going to lose days weeks, months, years of your life, going from one shiny object to the next. When you're on these Facebook groups, when you're bouncing around and talking and listening to different people, and they're, they're in essence always looking for the newest, greatest idea. Why not skip all that Mickey Mouse? Why not just essentially stop subjecting yourself and your family to the torture of inconsistent cash flow and the real estate night sweats where you don't know where your paycheck's coming from 60 to 90 days from now, I want you to focus on being a skills-based agent and being a listing agent. This is what we teach you in the Premier Coaching Program. You know what's really cool about this, though, Tim, is that I definitely see the market shifting a bit. Not radically, mm -hmm. nothing's crashing, the world is not coming to an end, but 
I do see consistent higher days on the market. In some markets, we're at 30 plus now. So that's an easing of you know things selling right away with multiple offers. We also see a bit of cooling on the buyer side, right? They're starting to get exhausted with this whole multiple bid situation. Yes, things are still selling, but it's not as fast and furious. So the hazard to an agent who is addicted to buyers and buying buyer leads and only hot, you know, heavy on the buyer side, maybe only listing when they luck into a listing, right? The hazard is when that slows down more and buyers start to read about that and they start to kind of lose their buying mojo and that's all you know how to do, those agents are the ones I worry about the most. Well, how about this? I agree 100%. Mm -hmm. And so how about the sellers who have the unrealistic expectation that the house is going to sell in 22 yeah. seconds with 22 competing offers. That's a transitioning market. And that's what we're in some markets you're starting to experience. Mm -hmm. And that might be the sellers that have the unrealistic expectation that it's going to take more than a month. Some of you have never even seen the listing that's taken more than 30 days to sell. Oh yeah, they wig out if it's more than like 30 seconds. And what that's going to do <laughs> is all the unskilled agents are going to lose the listings, which is going to do nothing but create more uh, expired listings, which will create more opportunity for the skills-based agents that have to go after the expired listings. Guys, this is the cycle. It happens every single year uh, every single you know five seven ten years is again we're not seeing nor are we predicting our precipitous drop in prices or a huge slowdown but we are seeing opportunity for agents who are ready to become listing agents across the country get on it guys don't procrastinate take this seriously text the word success to 47372 text the word success to 47372 if you got any other questions or comments or concerns Julie and I always appreciate your feedback it helps us to make the show better just text me directly on my cell phone which is 512-758-0206 512-758-0206 in the meantime have a fantastic day and we'll talk with you on the show tomorrow this program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris real estate coaching for more information on our real estate coaching and training programs visit our website at timandjulieharris.com remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows and until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.